You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 193. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Body Podcast here to bring you a fantastic episode, one that I hope is of interest, but always want to remind you that if you want to sign up for a program, especially starting in August, because all my weeks are starting to fill up, definitely shoot me an email, kim at earnthatbody.com. All of my new revamped Earn That Body programs are now private sessions, which means I can start people on any Monday, but I can only take a few people each week. So it's limited in how many I can take, which means the sessions do sell out fairly fast. But if you're looking for help with nutrition and fitness, the revamped five-week ETB program is definitely the one for you. And I want to get you registered for August if you are ready to take action on your health. Now, what are we talking about today? We are going to talk about types of water, which I never even thought about anything like this before. Types of water. If if two weeks ago you said, let's do a podcast on types of water, I would have basically said, well, what types of water are there? We have regular water. We have all those silly waters like smart water and vitamin water. And then I guess we have the sparkling bubbly water, right? Isn't I mean, isn't that really what we have in terms of water? But then I actually watched a show the other night called Down to Earth with Zac Efron. It's a new Netflix show. I'm not going to necessarily say I love the show. I actually, I I don't love the show. But it was interesting because they did an episode in France all about water and all the different types of water that there are and are they better for your health, this one or that one. And it really got me thinking, like I had never realized how many types of water there are out there and and is one more healthy than another. So I did a little research on my own because unfortunately I just can't put Zac Efron's uh, <laughs> feelings and words into into play for you today. Although, again, the show has certain interesting features, like, for example, the fact that it piqued my interest about water. So today I want to talk to you about f- nine types of water that you can actually choose from when you choose your water, and really talking about the pros and cons of each one to see if maybe we need to make a switch or maybe we don't. All of that after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, we are coming at you from Consumer Reports newsletter, and they are talking about where is the better beef? Which chains serve no antibiotic meat? That's something I always want to know. Well, for the past five years, Consumer Reports, together with other consumer groups, has issued the annual chain reaction report, grading the top 25 chain restaurants regarding their policies on the use of antibiotics in their meat supplies. When antibiotics are given to animals that are not sick, but to prevent illness instead, it contributes to antibiotic resistance, where bacteria that cause potentially deadly illnesses such as pneumonia, food poisoning, and staph become immune to these drugs. 
Because they buy so much of it, changes in the kind of meat restaurants source can have a really big impact on the overall marketplace. Now, what the new report found is that most chains either have stopped serving chicken raised with medically important antibiotics, those that are basically used to treat people, or they have plans to stop. But the situation for beef actually has not improved very much at all. As they have for five years, Chipotle and Panera Bread got A's. All the beef they serve comes from cattle that have not been given any antibiotics or treated only when they're sick. But the only restaurant that made a meaningful change this time was McDonald's. However, listen to this. It's grade for beef rose from an F to a C because the company committed to reducing antibiotic use in its beef supply. Its policy hasn't yet gone into effect though, just so you know. The beef industry uses nearly half of the antibiotics given to animals raised for food. As they've done for chicken, we want to see these chains demand more responsible antibiotic practices from their beef suppliers so we can help ensure that the drugs work when we need them to. Yeah, I don't want antibiotics in my meat. I can tell you that right now. I'm very particular about my meat. It always has to be organic or it kind of creeps me out, which means lately when I eat at restaurants, I eat less and less meat because I don't really know where the meat is coming from. Now, when they say that the only restaurant that had a meaningful change was McDonald's and it went from an F to a C, can you imagine? Blech. I will not eat at McDonald's. Uh, that's just, an F to a C is unacceptable. So just keep that in mind the next time you wanna drive through and get a burger. If you live in Texas, at least go to P. Terry's because my understanding is they don't use antibiotics on their meat. All right, let's get back to the topic at hand. This comes from a Healthline article and we are talking about the nine different types of water. It's hard to believe that there are so many types of water. Now we all know we should be drinking more water, but how much water? You know, people ask me that all the time. That really depends on the person. You wanna still stay well hydrated, but to give you like an exact amount, like they used to always say eight cups a day, that's so silly. I mean, I could be four foot five versus a guy who's six foot five, and I'm just not sure that those people should be taking in the same amount of water. I could be someone who's very sedentary versus a triathlete, probably different amounts of water. I always tell people the best way to know if you're hydrated is to look at your urine when you go pee, take a look down into the toilet. If it is completely clear, it's too much water. You actually don't wanna have too much water. Sometimes I see people guzzling enormous jugs of water all day long. That might be too much. Clear urine, too much. You want your urine to be light yellow, almost like a light yellow lemonade. That's the color you're looking for. If it is dark yellow, that means you are not hydrated enough and that you would need to add some water. But as I have started figuring out, not all water is created equal. Some are cheaper than others, and some have more nutrients than others, and here are the nine different types of water that you might have the option to choose from. 
The first one being tap water. So what is tap water? It is a piped water supply. It is found everywhere from the water that flushes a public toilet to the water that comes out of your kitchen sink, right? Or even cleans your glassware in the dishwasher. All of that is your tap water. Now, what are the pros of tap water? Though many people turn their noses up at drinking tap water, or a lot of people do, I should say, um, some people don't think it tastes good. Some people think there are safety concerns. The truth is that tap water is pretty darn safe to drink in the United States. And tap water isn't only good for you, they say, you know, it's fine. It's cheaper than going out and buying lots of bottled water. So the pros are is it's healthy, it's fine, it is good enough to drink. Now, what are some of the cons? Well, there are industry regulations in place that are meant to keep lead and other harmful substances from actually contaminating the water supply. And sometimes, you may have heard of this before, sometimes it doesn't work. An example would be the ongoing water crisis in Flint, Michigan. Now, moreover, The Guardian reported on a research showing that plastic particles in tap water supplies around the world show up as well. And public water supplies can also contain pesticide residue, aluminum, and other undesirable substances. If, however, you're really worried that the treatments performed on your water supply are not up to par, you can always purchase a home filtration system and it can further clean and filter your water. So when you get that tap water from the city, it's already treated. But if there's you know, a concern or you want to further filter it, which can have some issues in itself that we'll talk about, um, you can always obviously get a home filtration system. So what's next? The next one is mineral water. Now, mineral water is pulled from a mineral spring. And as the name states, it's full of minerals, including sulfur, magnesium, and calcium. And these are actually things that are all good for you. So the pros of drinking mineral water it does indeed have some health benefits since it provides minerals your body can't create on its own. It can also help aid in digestion and many people like the taste of it way more than tap water, but that's really just personal preference. Now, what are some cons of mineral water? One of the main downsides to mineral water is the cost. It's very expensive, especially if you compare it to tap water. Many of the minerals from this type of water can also be obtained just by eating a healthy diet. So to say that you should be drinking mineral water so that you can get these minerals in your system, yes, it might be good to have those extra minerals, but really, if you're eating a healthy, balanced, nutritious diet, you're probably already getting a lot of those minerals and therefore would not really need to take in too much mineral water. Now the next one is spring or glacier water. These types of waters are bottled waters that are claimed to be bottled at the source from where the water flows, either from a spring or from a glacier. Now the pros of drinking this, in theory, spring or glacier waters should be relatively clean and free of toxins. They also contain many of those helpful minerals that you have. Just, we just talked about for mineral water. 
It also tends to be pretty readily available in stores. Think of brands like Evian and Arrowhead. In both large and small bottles, they can be purchased. Again, can be a little pricey. Um, and that would be getting to the cons. Depending on how much you drink, I mean, if you drink that kind of water all the time, it's going to add up financially. It does end up costing a pretty penny. Um, some spring water is raw, unfiltered, and untested, which could pose a potential health risk depending on what it contains. Now, I don't think any of the bottled water that we buy in the United States would be allowed to be untested. So we see pretty top brands here for our spring and glacier water. I'm not too concerned that the brands of glacier water that we see in the United States are not tested. So I'm not too worried about that one. Now, sparkling water, I feel like that is just the trend. Everybody's drinking sparkling water, sometimes referred to as carbonated water or soda water. Basically, sparkling water is infused with carbon dioxide gas while under pressure. What's the pro of sparkling water? It offers a different mouthfeel, I guess you could say, <laughs> than flat water, which could be a welcome change if you want something fizzy. Um, without sugar or artificial sweeteners, generally, that's how the sparkling water is. So some people really like that. Uh, that said, there are flavored sparkling waters available that do contain one or both types of those sweeteners. Plus, because sparkling water tends to be mineralized, like your Perrier and your San Pellegrino, you are getting the added bonus of the health-promoting minerals, so they say, with the carbonation. So it can be a nice way to get a few extra minerals in, and if you like that fizzy water type of taste and uh, feel to your mouth, sparkling water can be all good. Now, what are the cons of sparkling water? While there are some minerals present, there aren't really enough to be what they would say beneficial to your health in any meaningful way. In addition, it can be expensive compared to tap and certain types of bottled water. So they're definitely not the cheapest. The cons aren't really bad, but don't think that you're drinking sparkling water for a health benefit of minerals because the amount is like minute. It's very, very small. Now, distilled water, I don't really think that many people drink distilled water, but maybe some people do. Distilled water is a type of water that's basically boiled and the steam is collected and condensed back into a liquid. Now the pros of distilled water is that it's a great option if you live somewhere or maybe even if you're visiting somewhere where the tap water supply is contaminated or potentially could be. What are the cons? As there are no vitamins and minerals in distilled water, there are really no health benefits. And in fact, it has the potential to be detrimental as non-mineralized water tends to pull minerals from where it can. And that means it's actually pulling minerals from your body, like even your teeth. Now, I found that really interesting. That was something that I did learn in the Zac Efron episode <laughs> that I'd never thought of, that some of this really filtered water that we are drinking that has no minerals at all means that they're now pulled. We drink all that water, and so what that does, the water then pulls the minerals out of the body. 
That's just the way that the, the human body works. And so that can be a little detrimental over time and something that you really need to be cautious of. That's not just with distilled water, but anything that is so filtered that there are no vitamins and minerals left, that it can have that impact on your body. Now, the next type of water is a purified water. Purified water is usually tap or groundwater, which has been treated to remove the harmful substances like the bacteria, the fungi, the parasites. And this means that drinking it is pretty much guaranteed to be safe because it's been treated. Now, like distilled water, purified water is a great option if your immediate water source is contaminated, right? That said, many countries purify tap water, so you're basically drinking purified water every time you fill the cup from your kitchen sink. What's the con? Because all potentially harmful substances are removed from that purified water, you're also missing out on some potentially beneficial ones that are added to tap water supplies like fluoride, which helps reduce tooth decay. And fluoride was a big issue back in the day, um, especially in concern with water. Should it be there? Should we have fluoride? Should we not have fluoride? Um, we actually do need fluoride, and I did an episode on toothpaste because a lot of people wondered, should you go fluoride-free? Uh, if you're drinking water that has been purified and it's not, then it has no fluoride in it, right? You better make sure that your toothpaste does have fluoride because that's the only thing that's preventing the cavities from happening. In addition, purchasing purified water or even installing a filtration system at home can be very costly as well. So it's kind of funny that the most basic life essential for us, water, can actually be so costly these days. Now, the next type of water is flavored or infused water. Flavored water is water that's sweetened with either sugar or even artificial sweeteners and contains natural or artificial flavorings. What's the pro of having something like this? Well, flavored water like Hint Water or Propel can offer a tasty alternative. It gives it sort of a little dash of a little uh, flavoring for you. And so some people think they drink more of it because it tastes a little better. We can also add variation to your water intake since there are so many flavors available. Flavors can be added naturally by infusing fruit and vegetables into tap or bottled water, or you might be purchasing artificially flavored waters, which is what you get in a lot of stores. Now the cons of the flavored waters is that often they are containing a lot of sugar, or if it says zero grams of sugar and you think you're getting a great deal there because it doesn't have sugar, it usually has an artificial sweetener in it. Varieties with sugar can lead to weight gain, as we know, and they have a very negative effect. If you have diabetes, you don't wanna be drinking that kind of flavored water. Um, and then a lot of people have very negative reactions to artificial sweeteners. And if you've listened to any of my podcasts before, you know that I feel that artificial sweeteners are a huge no-no. We do not want those at all. They are chemicals that are not good, not healthy, and I'm pretty much a never on the artificial sweeteners. So be cautious of the flavored waters out there. Then there's alkaline water. Um, I want to say that this was sort of like a trend. I don't know if it still is. I, it's something I never got. I never got into and I kind of laughed. 
but alkaline water has a higher pH level than normal tap water and contains alkaline minerals and negative oxidation reduction potential. Now the pros of alkaline water, well, the fact that this type of water has a higher pH level has led some people, you got that? Some people to believe that it may, you got that? It may help neutralize acid in the body, help slow the aging process, or even prevent cancer. But guess what? There is barely any scientific proof of this being true. So to me, the whole alkaline water thing just became one of those trends, probably because one Hollywood star started doing it, but there's really no scientific proof that it's doing anything at all. In fact, some of the cons, they say it's generally safe to drink it, but it could reduce stomach acidity and thereby lowering its ability to kill off harmful bacteria. In excess, it could also lead to metabolic alkalosis, which could produce symptoms like nausea and vomiting. <laughs> to me, I don't think we need the alkaline water. I had done some further research on that and they basically said, if you're a healthy person, like the amount of pH that is in this water and the, what it's gonna do when you drink it is next to nothing. It is not going to really alter anything in your body. So I'm gonna say you can save your money on the alkaline water. <laughs> the next type of water is well water. That comes straight from the ground and though it's untreated, it carries with it a number of risks. So what are the pros if, if you have a well? at your house. Guess what? I have a well. I have well water on my property. We don't have city water here. So the pros, it says if you happen to live in an area where wells are plentiful or you even have one in your own backyard, which is me, the convenient access to what seems like fresh water could be attractive, which it is. Uh, but while there are many proponents of raw untreated water, the benefits generally do not outweigh the risks. And that being said, there are steps you have to take to ensure your well water is suitable for drinking. For example, testing your well water annually for bacteria, nitrates, pH levels is really important and you generally have to install a filtration system. Now the cons, because that water hasn't been treated, there's a huge chance of contamination, particularly from bacterial and parasitic infections, even like Giardia. And while well water used to be the norm back in the long days ago, there's a reason that city water supplies and the regulations surrounding them were put into place because you simply don't know what you're getting unless you test and treat the water yourself. So yeah, we have well water here in my house. We live out in the boonies, which I love. Um, and when we bought the house, one of the things we had to do was test the well. We needed to see how, you know, we're, what was in the water. And we had to buy the most Mac Daddy filtration system and water softening system. <laughs> was That was a pretty penny. Um, to make sure that everything is filtered properly. And then once a year, we do have to test the water. And it's all been fine and great. And there's a lot of, I mean, the biggest perk of well water is I don't pay for city water. And now if you, you know, follow me at all on social media, I'm a big gardener now and I need a lot of water for my garden. So that's definitely a, a plus. Um, but one of the things that they talked about in that episode of the show I discussed was that, you know, even well water is 
it's fully filtered. You know, you really have to filter it, right? I have to filter it to make sure it doesn't have giardia and things like that in it. And so basically my water has nothing in it at the end of the day. So I would be one of those people who has to be a little bit conscious of the fact that if I drink a ton of my well water, am I gonna get minerals elsewhere so that it's not sort of sucking and leaching the minerals out of my body and my teeth, things like that. So lots of things to think about, right? Now, while you may have a preference for which type of water is best, they generally say there's not one type that promises any greater health benefits than the other. As long as your water and your drinking water is clean and safe, really the only thing you have to focus on is making sure that you stay hydrated and ensure that you're drinking enough water on a regular basis. Now, just as a quick recap and sort of to tell you what I drink and what I don't, well, I don't have tap water because we have well water, um, but most people do drink tap water. Again, you might have to be careful because it's treated. And so, you know, if you were ever really concerned about your tap water, you could actually have it tested as well to see what's in it. Now, mineral water is something I never drink, like never, but mostly because I don't like the taste of it. But now that I'm learning about the fact that my water has no minerals in it, and even though I likely get a lot of the minerals I need from my healthy diet, because I eat a very balanced diet, I do think I'm gonna have a couple mineral waters a week. That's it. I'm not gonna have like 10 a day. I'm not gonna go off the deep end with it, but it seems like something that maybe I will start including a couple times a week. Um, spring or glacier water, that's also awesome. Um, again, if I'm buying water when I go out, I would have no problem buying that. I'm not a big sparkling water person. I don't like the way it tastes. And I also feel like I just can't drink enough of a bubbly water. And I like to stay really hydrated. So I'm not a huge sparkling water person, but there's really no cons to it. I just, I tell my clients, I, you know, have one a day, but mostly drink flat water because you're gonna get more of it in, right? Uh, distilled water, that would be nothing I would ever drink. Purified water, that's fine. And I don't do any of the flavored waters because most of them have artificial flavors or sugar. And I don't want either one in my water. Um, I used to have the hint water sometimes. It used to actually be in the building where I worked long ago. And it's fine. It's a hint water has like the essence. It sounds so like, I don't know, chic. Uh, it has the essence of fruit in it. So it's not even technically like there's no sugar or artificial flavoring in it. They must just like soak an orange peel in it or something. They, they sort of get the essence of the fruit. And so it has a, a very slight hint, a perfect name for the water, of the flavor of that fruit in the water, but there's nothing actually in it. So once in a while I like that, but generally I don't like to be drinking all this water out of plastic. So when in doubt, I drink water from home. Um, I don't ever drink alkaline water, nor do I plan to. And obviously, I mean, you're not gonna go seek out well water. <laughs> you either have well water or you don't. Now, who knew that water could be so complicated, that there could be nine types of water? But now when you go to the market and you're thinking about which water you're gonna pick, now you have a little bit of education and a little bit of knowledge at what you're actually looking at. And so if nothing else, that's what I always wanna do. I just wanna educate you all and educate myself on these little details. And water is kind of a big detail in our life. It's a huge percentage of our body is water. And we just wanna make sure that we're getting enough of it and apparently the right type, but that really 
they say it doesn't matter. One isn't really healthier. Uh, and you don't want to drink too much mineral water either. I have read that because you don't want to overdo the amount of minerals you're getting. So just like I always say, everything in moderation, including moderation. And there you have it, the Earn That Body podcast, always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. Now go enjoy your water. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 